Hi everyone. I'm Jeff. Damn it, Jeff. <laughs> That's Don. Damn it, Don. And we want to welcome you to DGG Presents. We're your two favorite damn good games creators and game masters. And in this podcast series, we're going to go over damn good games content, creations, and some tabletop RPG tips and tricks to improve the whole gaming experience. So sit back, grab a drink, and enjoy. Yar. Welcome back, everybody. On this installment of DGG Presents, we're going to be talking about character creation for the March's campaign. So, first of all, not necessarily the most important, but definitely an important part of character creation, stats. Yep, ability scores. How are we doing it, Don? Standard ability score rolling, where you roll 4d6 and drop the lowest, and that's your score. Also, have a thing set up to make each character heroic. You have to have at least two 15s in your rolls, otherwise you got to re-roll the entire set. This makes sure that you have at least two pretty decent heroic stats. We also have an optional rolling method, where whatever you roll in your first ability score roll is what you place in strength, and you just go down the list after each roll. This helps you develop some pretty interesting characters, and I think it's, I think it's a cool challenge that a lot of people will really enjoy, even if they're apprehensive in the beginning. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely say I was apprehensive the first time I did it. Um, I rolled a character that had a high strength, a very, very low dex, <laughs> and when I say very low, five. The score yep. was five. And a high con, so my first three rolls, I was stuck with this character. Turned out to be one of my favorites ever. So, uh, yeah. again, this is an optional rule. We're not going to make everybody abide by this, but we do encourage you to give it a shot because it can, you know, flex your brain muscle a little bit yeah. and give you interesting characters that you may not have considered or played otherwise. Yeah, stepping outside your comfort zone and really developing these characters can be a lot of fun and really challenging, but that's what makes it fun, I think. I agree. So, next, we're going to talk about leveling. We're using a modified milestone system for leveling of characters. Yes. Modified milestones are... We're still working out the exact details, but the basic concept is each milestone you get is... Like, for instance, if you're level 1 and you want, need to get to level 2, you'd have to get two milestones and then spend them to achieve level 2. At that point, your milestones would reduce back down to zero, and then you'd have to get three more milestones to get from level two to level three and so on. This helps you be able to plan out your progression and help develop your character in a way that you'd be a little bit more gamified, but also it reduces the need of all the bookkeeping that comes with experience, which can be a real nightmare in marches. It really can. Uh, as far as gaining milestones, that's going to vary per session. So we're not going to get heavily into that. That'll just happen as it comes. Uh, next, one of the other, probably one of the most important things for a character is a backstory for the character. So this backstory, you can be as involved or as basic for your backstory as you want to be. This is your character. The only thing that we do require is that your backstory fits the setting. Yep, gotta start in Ordell, everybody. Uh, the culture of Ordell is the only place that was, as far as uh, Marches is concerned, was the safe place for civilization when this cataclysm happened. So your character was born and has always lived in Ordell. They don't have knowledge of the outside world other than what has been passed down over the ages yeah. through storytellers, writings, whatever is there. Which is probably exaggerated rumor, at best. <laughs> So what this means is uh, a lot of the exotic languages are being reserved solely for 
races that get those languages innately. Work with your DM if you have a good reason to have another language in your backstory. We'll probably allow it, but you know, just kind of make it make it a good reason. Talk to your DM about it before it's allowed. And then, as we touched on a little bit, there's there's limitations to knowledge, like Don said. Uh, a lot of the surrounding area is going to be stuff. Uh, any of the regional history is not really going to be recorded inside Ordell. I mean, they were just trying to survive all of these refugees placed here. So a lot of the information around the surrounding areas is stuff that's going to be ha- going to have to be discovered through exploration. And that's one of the cool things about a Marches game is you get to discover this world that's ancient and hasn't been touched by explorers before. And then another part is all characters, since you've been born, raised, lived in Ordell your entire life, you're going to have knowledge of the town rules. There are some iron laws that are in place. There's a separate document that outlines those, so we're not going to touch on all the individual yep. ones here. And think of crime and punishment. I mean, they're pretty common sense things, but it's definitely important to observe those and decide whether or not your character would stick to them or not. If you have a character that decides for some reason to break some of them, that's fine. We're not going to not allow that, but just be warned if they are caught, there could be consequences. Yeah. So, I mean, we don't want to discourage that kind of gameplay. If that's what you want to do, cool. You play the game that is fun for you and you want to enjoy, just there could be consequences and they may come into play. Just be warned. Yeah. So the other thing now is each character... As, you know, as well as your backstory being tied to the Selma Vidrail or Dell, each character is going to be part of a guild. Yeah, the Adventurers Guild, which players usually get to vote and name themselves and help establish kind of how it's organized. We will have a little voted on by the people contest. Yep. We'll have any, any players that want to submit a name for the guild, yep. and then popular vote will decide what that name is going to be. So we don't have a name yet, so it's going to be referred to as the Adventurers Guild yep. until we have a name. But every person is going to be part of the skill. There's going to be a basic introduction that will be posted. Um, part of the reason for this introduction is for other people to know who's there, also for the DMs to know who's there. Yeah, and, and so kind of what, a, you, what motivates your character, because it may be interpersonal dynamics on the party. It may be what your character desires in an adventuring group and what their overall kind of plan is. I mean, a lot of that kind of is mixed in there. And uh, part of this will be finding an image of some sort. It can be one you've drawn yourself, one a friend has drawn, one you find. That way we can use tokens, because we are using Roll20 for this game and character creation. Yep. We have all of the basic source books. Um, if something is missing that you're going to need, just talk to the DMs, and we will figure yep. out what we'll to do source in that situation. Out. We'll do our best. And even if we have to come up with custom content for your character in the interim, we will. So, to end this one, we're going to have Don give us a little bit of a rundown of what the Adventurer's Guild is and what their goal is. Why is it forming? Why are the characters uh, being a part of this guild? Okay. Well, the Adventurer's Guild itself isn't the first, but unlike previous guilds, this one is really aiming to grow and develop and expand and try to better understand the world that surrounds Ordell. A lot of the adventurers that sign up for that are tired of the sleepy town life. They want more out of the world. They want to explore. They want to know the history and what happened. Because the best they have are these oral traditions that were passed down and this distorted, you know, haphazard 
history. So we have a lot of these people that are going to try to branch out. They may discover that people in the past generations have tried to branch out before, but it hasn't been as successful as this guild is aiming to be. And I think that a lot of that will help develop a lot of really interesting and neat stories. But I mean, really the general premise is they're tired of the sleepy town and it's time for them to try to grow and branch out. And this can mean a lot of things to a lot of different people. So just think about what it means to your character. You know, maybe yeah. you are tired of the city town. You want an adventure. Maybe you just are playing the Hobbit style and you just want to go out and have an adventure and you just have a large curiosity within you to see the outside world. Yeah. Whatever, you know, whatever floats your boat. You play your game. What makes it fun for you? Yep. It's our job to lay down the rails in front of that train as it goes down the tracks. <laughs> but... Another thing that is common knowledge is the wilds outside of Ordell are very dangerous. Oh, yes. It is unexplored, uncharted territory for the most part. There are some maps of the basic terrain and, you know, some things that may have been sighted at some point. But what is out there is largely unknown. Yeah, absolutely. And a lot of those maps are just outlining landmarks as they've been observed or seen. Nobody's gone very far. So we thank you for listening to this episode on character creation. We have more coming dealing with the Marches campaign as well as some other things down the road. So stay tuned. Give us a, give us a like. Give us a subscribe. Whatever you got going on. And if you've got questions, feel free to send those, those to us as well. We'll do a little Q&A either on our Discord or maybe we'll just read all the questions in another podcast and give you the answers as we go. Yep, exactly. Might do a few Q&A episodes as we go. All right, well, anything else to say before we take off, Don? Damn it. (laughs) Damn it, there we are. See you later, everybody. Yep, peace.